0: It's very small. You can put it in the palm of your hand. And all i have done is put a red heart on a white base with the words in red, love. And I just thought, this in this world, we need love. And somebody picks this rock up, they're going to feel loved, or want to love.
1: Inside, outside, featuring Angie Cox and her Bristol Rocks and the Bedminster toilet map. Inside Outside is part of Here We Grow, a no-bindings production funded by Bristol Aging Better.
0: My name is Angela Cox. I love art, so I thought what can I do to help this project, so I thought right, I'll paint my rocks, because I felt this was really community based. (laughs)
2: It's just like a therapy as well, though, isn't
3: it? While you're oh, sat there painting, it's making you use your mind. It's making you think. I can't paint oh, my life. Yeah, can. I cannot, <laughs> honestly. Yes, I just
0: copy. It's fine, yeah. right. you can do anything, can't you? Any yeah, design, yeah. any scribble. Right. We're even writing, aren't we? And these yeah. inspirational oh, yeah, yeah. writings yeah. there. Yeah. And how it's affecting
2: the people out there.
0: My friend Dawn got on Facebook and said hey we're doing these Bristol rocks and I didn't quite understand it at first but then as pictures come up they were saying that they were painting rocks and hiding them out in the country out in the streets out near schools wherever for children to find and I thought well that's a good idea but when I started to see the reaction of families and children of the rocks. I thought, yes, I'd like to get involved with this. This is really lovely. This is a lovely thing. And I've just got hooked. Talk about addictive. I have painted over 100 rocks and I cannot believe it. They've all gone out, they've all been shared and they've all gone different places. I've actually given them away this Christmas as presents and people are going, oh, wow, that is just so nice. I'm going to put it on my fireplace. They've just been bowled over and just loved it so much and felt it was so personal from me to them that it's really given me a boost as well. Anyway, the first one I picked up, which I absolutely love, is my church. I'm a Christian and I believe I'm guided with my art. It's got a big Christmas tree and a small one next to the church. I made sure that the doors and the windows are lit up so it's shining. And it's glittery because I love to see the snow glisten. Oh, the next rock, I just felt, (laughs) yeah, let's do a little bit of splishy-splashy. So obviously I was feeling that sort of mood. So I did a sea scene with waves with a man swimming. Because I go swimming in the sea. So it's blue sky, beautiful colour sea waves green and blues and turquoise and white waves with a chappy trying to swim like mad in it. <laughs> I was really feeling Ever so depressed and low that day. But when I saw that rock, Mm. I cannot stop touching it and it's crazy now, cuddling it, Mm. you know. It just made my day. Somebody came on Facebook and said that their child was in hospital and would love a couple of rocks. And I just felt I would really like to do that. So I did push myself to go to the hospital, go to intensive care. And a sister met me and she said that the parents will receive those rocks. And I was absolutely blown over when, before I even got home, and I looked at my Facebook page and the parents have actually put the rocks on the little child's bed, on a blanket, and said, thank you so much, that means so much to that little girl. And I, it did really make me feel quite choked up. <laughs> so these rocks are doing such marvellous things.
2: We've got two ladies on there now that are in touch with each other and they are housebound, but they're painting rocks, because they're on the rock page, so they're communicating with other people, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is lovely. And then they're giving rocks to whoever comes to visit them or look after them and their mm-hmm. families to go mm-hmm. out there. And, and they're saying, we need more of this. We need something that brings us action. housebound mm-hmm. people yeah. together. Yeah. So we have an interaction. And I'm racking my brain thinking, I don't yeah, know how to do, don't <laughs> to do it. I don't want to do it. I want to help you, but I don't know how. What do we need? What do you need? What else can we do for people that are housebound?
1: I think some people don't go out and about for the reason that Pat's given, that there are physical reasons why it's quite difficult yeah. for them. I think there are psychological reasons as well. Mm-hmm. That Some people are literally more outgoing than others and have got circles of friends and, and so on, but others tend to lose confidence quite quickly.
3: Confidence is a big barrier to people going out. Now I lost my husband when I was 49 and even I found initially it seemed really weird going out without him, but because I was younger, I soon got over that. But if you're older when you lose
1: your partner,
3: it's not so easy.
1: My name's Ben Barker, and I'm a person who lives in Southville. I'm an old gent, retired. Does that make sense?
3: I'm Pat Gregory. I am also part of Bristol Ageing Better, one of their volunteers.
1: The Bedminster Toilet Map is something which arose from a discussion we had at the Greater Bedminster Older Peoples Forum probably six or seven years ago, quite a long while ago. The discussion was triggered by discovering some national research that had been done which showed that older people especially, but not just older people, were sometimes not able to leave the safety of their toilet. If they had certain problems with, with their bladder especially, They wanted to stay at home because they never knew when they would be caught short. So going out was difficult unless they knew that there would be a toilet at the other end, as it were. When people hear about the map for the first time, they're often amused. They think it's quite funny. I suppose it is in some ways. After a bit of reflection, they can see that there's a really quite serious message behind it. That it is a real issue. It's it's clearly a disability. It's an invisible disability. If you can't go out because you can't leave your get too far from a toilet, that is a disability, and it can be quite crushing in terms of your individual life. So they can very quickly move from thinking, oh, what a joke, to oh, yes, it's quite a serious joke. What we did was to talk to local businesses, cafes, pubs, community centres, that sort of thing, and say, can we put you on the map to say, if someone wants to have a pee or whatever, they can come in and use it, and they don't have to buy a cup of tea or a beer or a can of baked beans or whatever, they can just come in and talk. They might well buy things, but they don't have to. And we tried to persuade people to remove notices from doors. Very often you go into a cafe and it was for customers only. And we thought that was very friendly. Surprisingly, a lot of cafe owners and so on sort of accepted that that was quite a good idea. Goodbye. I think it helps more than just older people. I think it helps business for a start.
3: It also adds to the greenness of our environment. I moved here four and a half years ago from a village on the outskirts of Lincoln. If I wanted to go into the village centre and shop and then wanted to walk back, I was often desperate for the loo and there was absolutely nowhere to go. So the result of that was I would get in my car, drive to the village, add to the pollution, add to the nuisance of car parking, and then drive home again. Mm. So it does, having the toilet mat, does contribute to the greenness of our city, I feel.
1: I think that people are better individuals if they also see themselves as part of something wider. And one of the things that we've been doing locally is to try and make the area welcoming. So that people who come into the area feel that it is an area which they are part of and talking to people.
2: She'd been friends with a girl at school and they hadn't been in touch for 15 years. And then Jane had painted a rock and put it into a school playground, just chucked it over the fence because they were closed. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And then her friend, who actually worked in that school, she didn't know that, worked in that school, she found it. And then because it got Scotty Jane on the back, she recognised me. She contacted her. They'd lost 15 years. years. And I met her when I first came to Bristol when I was 12. There you are. Amazing, isn't it?